From the sulfurous smelling city of Stanford, Connecticut, <laughs> you are listening to the one and only Animal Farm radio show, the best political talk show in the world. The date today is December the 12th. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. My name is Ben Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow misfits, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth is back on the soundboard. Hello. We've got another great show for everybody tonight. We've got the latest economic news, latest police state news. Um, I also uh, dug up a couple old clips, um, and we're going to be revisit- revisiting some past uh, issues that uh, aren't really resolved just yet. We'll get to that in, in detail. Um, but yeah, that and much more coming up straight ahead. You are on the farm. I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. Listening to the Animal Farm show gets me so hot. Just look at what what uh, Barack Obama said just yesterday. Barack Obama calling on on radicals, jihadists of all different types to come together in Iraq. In the white room with Obama in the station. Yeah, everything's all right. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. Visit AnimalFarmShow.com today. Broadcasting live, we are indeed tonight, and I do have my fellow co-host tonight, which makes me uh, pretty happy. I got to be honest with you, I've gotten some pretty good feedback. You know, I I, I guess I carried. Oh, you did an excellent job, man. Thank you excellent. very much, Ben. I appreciate it. We did, and and Leonard, uh, I think Leonard. Uh, well, we have a little gift for him, but he, you know, sent a little email over saying, you know, you did a pretty good job considering you know, the boys weren't there. And of course, you know, it wasn't really the Animal Farm; it was more like the Tony Pack show, of course. But uh, Leonard, being such a great part of the show now, really helping out, and he did request the Alex Jones spider clip. Um, so, I mean, who are we to deny him such a pleasurable, oh, pleasurable clip, and, and one of my favorite, if not my favorite of all time? So, Pat, before we get to the sickly, why don't you give that a whirl? Right now, the spider's creeping up. It's got its little front. Front legs out, it's, <laughs> get it just turns going, yeah, it's teeth, yeah, everything's all right. It's looking at us, don't struggle, I'm the government, I'm here to help you, Kevin. Don't listen to Alex, don't mind those things, these are freedom, you'll be safe once I do this. Just let me get rid of Pikey Common Tommy. <laughs> no, no, don't struggle, don't care. There, there, I'm getting closer now, Kevin. My teeth, I mean, my fangs, freedom <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps the greatest clip of all time it never in, gets in radio history. No, it does not. Uh, once again, folks, thank you for joining us tonight. We are, thank God, we're finally whole again, Pyeth. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to cover that, that so you know. empty and vulnerable. There's a lot of news and a lot of information to cover that, I guess, that matters in, in the world. But uh, first and foremost, Pyeth, how much money did you win? Everybody wants to know how much money did you win in Atlantic Sea? Zero 
point zero. Oh, that sucks. I was really hoping you'd come back with some, you know, some hundos, some big C notes. But how much money it's did you? How much money did you lose? Show. Is the real question. How much did you lose? One million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's not a good thing. And uh, unfortunately, we we'll, missed you, Pius. Yeah, I was saying. Don't, a lot. don't, 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 oh. don't, don't. I was don't, hoping he could get home with the tolls. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. So, folks, yes, indeed, we are live. We will have the um, the final results, Ben. You did not tease this in the beginning. I'm very, very uh, surprised. I didn't the, tease it, but you know what? The I call got here voting. I got here late. My internet connection was down. Yeah, you, you, all all sudden, it's you are in a little bit of a bad mood. I could yeah. I could tell off the bat. I'm angry here. And you, you know, your volume was a little loud in the beginning, but that's okay. We're all here, all friends, and we all we are going to be here for the next two hours live. Uh, of course, it is info at animalfarmshow.com. Of course, deadlinelive.info, or you can instant message us for the time being. On AIM at Animal Farm Show, and this is all for the voting. Ben, I'm leaving it to you, man. Call Rove came out early this week or maybe late last week and said, of course, that we would have not gone to war if we knew the truth about the weapons of mass destruction in our intelligence, yeah. which is, of course, complete. Exactly. Thank you, Pyth. You said it. I didn't. And so we decided now to vote uh, for a name, nickname for him on the Animal Farm. And of course, Buttloaf, right. uh, Buttloaf, Brown Streak, or Dingleberry. Those are the choices, yeah. Those are the choices. And so far, Ben, give us the tally. Right now we have nine for Buttloaf. Okay. Five for Dingleberry. Mm-hmm. And Brown Streak gaining with four. Brown Streak is still taking it up the rear there. Yeah. I, I like. Yep. Okay, so good. Good. Excellent. Uh, once again, folks, vote vote for it. It's the final night, final segment tonight. We're going to close the voting down. I think uh, if I were to estimate, Ben, let's say about 7.50 uh, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, that's 7:50 good. 7.50 p.m. Let's, let's end there. The voting will close. The polls are closing. <laughs> Jack Blood <laughs> hey, goes Manimal Farm. Excellent. Uh, so glad you can join us. And we will have the drum roll, the sickly, the unbelievable, the putrid, and the uh, naughty, as I like to say. And I started <laughs> with a really good one tonight. Pyth, would you? All right. Animal Farm is back! Woo! All right, boy survives after 16-inch arrow is shot through his head. A Chinese schoolboy <laughs> narrowly escaped death after being accidentally shot through the head with a 16-inch arrow. Yeah, the arrow pierced Lu Chong's eye socket, traveled through his head, and lodged in the back of his skull, Ben, unfortunately. <laughs> the 11-year-old only survived because the arrow missed his brain, which I, I, I have no idea how. Wow. But if the arrow had been shot with just a bit more force, it would have come out of the back of his head, said medics at Jida Hospital in Chengkun, eastern China. Surgeons chipped away at parts of the boy's skull for more than four hours to remove the arrow, which had sunk more than four inches into his head. So... Wow, uh, sounds like a pretty bad uh, gym class to me there. Arizona babysitter arrested for leaving children alone to drink, which, you know, once again, where was this when I was young? None of these things ever, I was Whoops. never this lucky growing up, and I just I just wasn't. Um, maybe I should have lived in Phoenix where this took place. A Mesa babysitter had been uh, has been arrested and accused uh, by Mesa police of leaving two children home alone while she went out drinking. Okay, so she was drinking. Okay, well. Okay, so they weren't drinking. Uh, yeah, the, the title is a bit... Uh, misleading. So that's my apology. Jeez. My bad, folks. No, okay. The children's mother told police her boyfriend's sister, 18-year-old Jan Mitchell, was babysitting her five-month-old daughter and 21-month-old son Wednesday. The mother told police she came home and found the front door of her apartment open. Mother says she found loud music playing, beer cans, and scattered on the all scattered on the floor, and her two children home alone, Ben. Oh, so police man. report says Mitchell returned a few minutes later, and the two women got into an argument, and Mitchell slapped the mother. 
of the children in the face. So it was like a little bit of a, oh like, yeah, like almost like a WWF chick fight or WWE so, now. So me. she went off and got drunk and then came back and, <laughs> and, and attacked, the, attacked the mother because oh, she was man. drunk? You know, because the mother was pissed? Wow. You know, movie, uh, you know, script writers got to start taking some of these articles and, and putting them in their movies. This is funny stuff here. They need to listen of course, to the animal farm, yeah. yeah, well, it's not happening to me, so it's funny. But Mitchell told the police that the mother attacked her. And she also told police that she left the apartment, um, but had the children with her. So, I mean, the, the story's all crazy. Mitchell admitted to the police that she was drinking. So, either way. Uh, third and lastly for me here, and uh, most of these articles, by the way, Ben and Pyeth and everybody listening, these are sent to us. I mean, I do my own research now, but I can kind of just sit around and have people send me articles. But it's great. Leonard and, and, and uh, all, all kinds of folks out there sending me some great stuff. And this one did come from... Uh, from someone. I guess it was Leonard. I'm not really sure. But blow up doll behind thank Homestead you. bomb scare. Yes, thank you very much. Hijinks at the stag night led to an, uh, an area of central Homestead being uh, cordoned off on Saturday night as police responded to a bomb scare. The stag's false nose and a blow up doll were found at the scene, Ben. So don't get any ideas. <laughs> a suspected bomb outside a store in General <laughs> Homestead in western Sweden caused confusion as a large area was condoned off by police or cordoned off, excuse me, by police. A nearby restaurant was also evacuated as police technicians investigated the source of the scare. Police found that stag night hijinks lay behind the scare as they discovered a blow-up doll, which the stag had left be- left bound and gagged at the scene. God knows what was going on there. The police bomb squad also recovered the stag's false nose. My goodness, police... Yeah, that's right. Police believe that the offending articles had been jettisoned by the stag party... I've left in here by far. I'm going to stop there because we're already getting way out of it. Way out of hand here. Ben, your turn. Go ahead. Well, take it to the next level Go here. ahead. Take it. Uh, Bondum Beige. Babe. Bondum Beige. Bondum Babe. Betty Page. Say that five times fast. Yeah, really. Uh, Bondum Babe. Bondage Babe. I can't I think even it's do it. bondage, I'm retarded, Ben. Yeah, why don't you, bondage, give, why don't you just babe, try from the beginning? Betty Page. Okay. Dies at 85. Uh, 50 years after the fact, she earned a pop culture icon status. There are a dozen books about her and a half dozen movies, including uh, the 2006 biopic, The Notorious Betty Page, starring Gretchen Mull, not to mention a bunch of tribal songs. Anyway, she was kind of the lady um, who invented bondage and, and invented that, you know, the porn the porn industry. Good and for her. Bringing it into what? the porn industry. Um, so, yeah, she's dead at the age of 85. And they did have a picture of this chick, um, and I thought it was going to print out, but it didn't, so sorry. Well, no, yeah. Uh, she looked all right. In her, uh, yeah, Jack was her, talking uh, about black her. Black and white, yeah. Jack was talking about her today. Uh, is that it for you, for the crazy, for the unbelievable? That's it. That's it for me, yeah. Okay, so um, we do we have a lot to talk about tonight. Obviously, we have Rumsfeld now being blamed in the d- detainee abuse scandals. We have yeah, which uh, we already knew about. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, we're just kind of bringing it forth here. We have the Gates yep. memo announcing the final assimilation of National Guard and Reserve. We have McCain campaign selling a, a phone, a BlackBerry, full of information regarding the campaign to somebody on some kind of Fox 5 news reporter. But we have all these nice. things. But once again, folks, uh, AnimalFarmShow.com is our website. You can contact us. We are watching the forums, and uh, so far. I guess thanks for the AJ Spider clip. By the way, that's uh, that must have been Leonard. It's a great way to realism. start the show. Yeah, well, hey, listen, we we do our best, and if you listened yesterday, we had some requests for some Obama songs, and I did I did get those for you. Pyeth, you have one you want to play that maybe I didn't play yesterday, just to warm up the soul. We're getting close to Christmas time. I feel like yeah, there we go. Oh, come on, Obama. <laughs> Woo! Despicable. That's right. That's right. Obama pimps white women and black women. I feel like giving, Ben. I feel. I mean, 
Dominic a giving mood, so I figured we'd play that for you. But yeah, let's go. There must be some kind oh, of boy. way out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Obama! To the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Oh, Lord. I love that one. Good God. Okay. Uh, yeah, but folks, the, the other one, the other one that you played which last one? night, which was ACDC or? The, the Obama. Oh, yeah. What is it? Freight and the Sanity. There you go. Oh, I love that. Might as well go three for three. Why yeah. not, right? I've been laughing my ass off. It's <laughs> my favorite one. Help me get some of my spots out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, we have to get it all out now, huh? Before we start talking about serious stuff. No, I, I mean, mean, I have so much serious stuff to talk about. Alright, fine. No, it's okay, keep playing. Uh, this is the best part of the song, actually. Listen to this part. You start off after this, Ben. Ready? Okay, listen. listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I kept yeah. it going because we had to hear that. I nice. didn't play it last night, but oh my goodness! All right, so Ben, let's no. let's talk about important important things now that we only have what uh, like a minute and a half before the first break. Yeah, I know, man. Go ahead, man. What do you want to start with? Bunch of waste. Uh, well, we can't Gator get into done. this. Uh, we can, what, do you want to get into the Rumsfeld uh, who's going to be yeah, playing for I, the I, Senate I got, detainees, or I, do you want to get into the? I, I guess let's let's reiterate this: Pentagon mixed propaganda with PR. Uh, Senate report finds. So they're actually, you know, finding out this this for real. Um, we knew this. We told you wow. about this so long ago. But whenever you see this come out into the light, we have to point it out again. Yeah. To reiterate the fact sure. that number one, we were right, and number two, everybody knows that these scumbags were uh, were doing it. Um, but the Pentagon may have mixed propaganda with public relations in an effort to quote unquote win the war of ideas as part of the Iraq War, according to a little notice, little notice report released Thursday. Inspector General's report said a whopping one million dollars had been used to merge propaganda and PR efforts in. 2007 and 2008. The Senate recently <laughs> stepped out $3 million from the Pentagon budget uh, for a Defense Department strategic communications program. Without clearly defining strategic <laughs> communications responsibilities, Department of Defense may appear to emerge uh, inappropriately the public affairs and information operation functions, the Inspector General said in a report released yesterday. Old news. Same old Welcome news. Yeah, you know, but it's good to keep people updated. We have a couple updates, too. I actually and do to have... just vindicate all the people that said, hey, man, they're spying on us and they're, and they're uh, you know, not only doing that, but they're altering news reports and they're sending out their, their message force multipliers. Sure. In order to, sure. And, and we'll be getting into into more of that, but yeah. uh, we just wanted to inter- reiterate that. Yeah, yeah. I, and I also have an update, an audio update. Well, we, after we talked about the you know the, the people now being recommended by doctors now in a study that uh, is very controversial, where people now are being the, the recommendation is that even if you have nothing wrong with you mentally, you should you know you might want to take a, a mind enhancing drugs such as Ritalin or or the you know drugs along those lines. So you yeah. know maybe we'll play that clip when we uh, like we'll get I'm back. Crazy pills. <laughs> there it is. I mean, you know, and I, I want to play because it, it is appalling to me. And this is the kind of the society that we've been, uh, you know, approaching. We're just everything is drugs now, and the numbers are staggering for people on medication. It's unbelievable. And, and uh, unless we yeah. talk about it, it's hard to kind of get around your head. But we will, obviously with that, with the Rumsfeld thing, and then of course, let's not forget, folks, we have to finish up this call roll voting thing. And this is like a new bit that we're doing. So much, much more to come tonight. Thanks for joining us. We got a break here, and when we get back, I'll play this perform- the performance enhancing drugs clip. Ben, we'll come. On that, and I do want to jump into this Rumsfeld thing because he might be next on the list for the uh, Animal Farm Decker card. Stay Absolutely. tuned, folks. <laughs> I plan to take over the world.
now you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now. 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Help. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. like Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens. But he does take a performance-enhancing drug for the brain. I take a generic version of Adderall. It focuses all of my attention more or less on one specific task. He's a graphic designer and a former radio DJ. And he's one of tens of millions of Americans who take a pill to help them concentrate or help their memory. 
or to just plain stay awake. Most, like Kinney, have a doctor's prescription. Adderall and Ritalin are approved to treat attention deficit disorder, but scientists say they have the same effect on almost anyone. It does work for many, if not all, normal healthy people with normal attentional systems. Um, they also enhance attention. Take a look at these brain scans. Red indicates low levels of a certain brain chemical, a chemical you need in order to concentrate. And now the same brain after a dose of Ritalin. But here's something that may really surprise you. A survey in the journal Nature finds that one out of five of its readers who responded have used cognition-enhancing drugs to boost their brain power. Other surveys find as many as one in four college students have taken prescription stimulants with or without doctor's orders. That's risky. The drugs can cause cardiovascular problems and can lead to addiction. No one knows much about the long-term effects. I sometimes call this phenomenon America's biggest uncontrolled experiment in psychopharmacology. This poker champ fessed up to using Ritalin to help his game. So we asked the World Series of Poker, the U.S. Chess Federation, and the people who administer the SAT. None has any rule against brain-enhancing drugs. Now, some argue that taking a brain enhancer is kind of like fixing a competition, if you will. But, but these researchers say people should be allowed to take them, healthy or not. It's worth pointing out, uh, Karen, that two of the seven researchers do have some sort of financial interest to this cognition-enhancing industry. But they, everyone is sort of calling for more research to find out if there's any long-term effects, problems such as addiction in the long term. Yeah, so, I mean, I, basically, you can call foul on my part here, Ben. I mean, I played this report. Uh, and it's, it's, it's not even, it really doesn't even have much to do with the real story here. The real story was that there's this new report, there's these new commentaries, if you will, coming out mm -hmm. that people are encouraged, even if they're healthy, even if somehow you could be healthy in this diseased country. Yeah. Uh, somehow, if you're healthy... They're they're even uh, they're saying yeah well you know maybe take drugs maybe because you know because they work mm -hmm. and so the first three minutes of this thing is well do they work of course they work I mean we know Ritalin works we know Adderall does something yeah. to to help attention uh, spans but the biggest part of the of the story is this end part right Addition, here if you will but but these researchers say people should be allowed to take them healthy or not it's worth pointing out uh, Karen that two of the seven researchers do have some sort of financial interest to this cognition enhancing industry one more time to take them healthy or not it's worth pointing out that uh, Karen that two of the seven researchers do have some sort of financial interest to this cognition enhancing industry yeah so that's what I said when we initially covered I said I guarantee you that the people behind this story uh, have a financial interest in big pharma one way or another and sure yeah. enough they do so whatever maybe Good. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Well, like, is right. <laughs> Greed works. Is, is that from uh, Wall Street? Good stuff. Jeez, oh, great I, clip. I, the question I gotta ask is, yes. what's gonna happen when we start doing, when we start putting like you know cyborg body parts on us and, and things of that nature? You know. Well, uh, I mean, the bottom line though, Ben, is that like we're we're already over medicated as a population. Now we're going as far as saying even if you're healthy, even if you're a mental healthy person. Mm -hmm. You're, now they're still saying they're encouraging you, even if you're healthy to take drugs, uh, yeah. mental enhancement drugs. So it's, they have the mental enhancement drugs. I mean, what is going to happen when they get to the point, technology gets to the point where they can turn my 
hand into a gun, like video games and stuff oh, like that. You know, uh, I mean, what's yeah. going to happen there? Uh, uh, is it is it going to be uh, is it going to be encouraged or is it going to be discouraged or what? What the hell does that have anything to do with taking a pill if you're helping? Because it's enhancement. Yeah, but you're I enhancing mean, yourself unnaturally. Granted, yeah, but I mean, you know, what are you babbling about? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, either way, yeah, I mean, I guess eventually, if we have to worry about that, we're in much bigger trouble. Well, well dude, I mean, it's it's around the corner, bro. You know? Yeah, but I mean, I don't think big farmers going to be attaching uh, guns on people's hands anytime soon. No, but they're I mean, doing but, just fine with medication. But right what's going to happen when they, you know, have a, a you can have a surgery to do some crap to your hamstrings or your, or your muscles that make you jump much higher? And, and well, you know I mean, what I mean? You know, but that, but that's that's also going on right now. I mean, you know, look at Tommy John surgery in baseball. The point of this whole thing, though, is that we're already over medicated as a country, and now they're trying to get you as a healthy person on the drugs, encouraged yeah. on the drug. And this this is all going to lead to marketing. See, this is what I'm trying to the point I'm trying it's to make is that for all of you. yeah, I mean, you know, you don't need to take half the crap out there more than half the stuff that's already out there. Mm-hmm. But they're just saying it's 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 being advertised as it's just like a product on, on the shelf like anything else, like orange juice, something like that. I mean, you know, the ED alone, we've talked about that in the past. But sure enough, man, you're going to start seeing, guarantee if this goes through, if there's any, you know, any credibility to what we're talking about, there's, you're going to see on TV, you know, even if you don't have a problem, why not take this? It helps memory. Yeah. And, and never mind, they don't talk about the... You know the side effects, and they don't talk about the long-term risks. But They're more drug than that, pushers, you know? exactly, they don't talk about the the dependency. That's what we're trying to get to. But whatever. Yeah. Moving on. FDA here uh, <laughs> on the health news. FDA draft report urges consumption of fish despite mercury contamination. So we just talked yesterday, or at least I just talked yesterday, about how the FDA had to come out and admit that. Um, Yes, mercury indeed is toxic to infants. Like, we didn't know that already. <laughs> and, of course, it, c- it can cause c- cognitive development problems and brain malfunctions in and, and many different sorts. So, you know, there it is. Finally, maybe we can start uh, linking these vaccines to, to autism. But, nevertheless, this is not what we're talking about right now. The FDA here is urging like the government. The that's right, George. Uh, the FDA now, and they're, they're going back on their statement because every time you get into a debate about mercury, it's like, whoa, you eat fish, don't you? It's, it's, all, it's in the fish. Yeah. You know, you take like eating tuna. No. No, it's not. The FDA... And that makes it okay, by the way. Right, exactly. Yeah, well, that's it. Everything now is, you can take poison as long as it's a little bit. Okay. The FDA is <laughs> urging the government to amend its advisory that women and children should limit how much fish they eat, saying that the benefits of seafood outweigh the health risks and that most people should eat more fish, even if it contains mercury. So finally, some progress here, I suppose. If approved by the White House... <clears throat> Excuse me. The FDA's position would reverse the government's current policy that certain groups, women of childbearing years, pregnant women, nursing mothers, infants, and children, can be harmed by the mercury and fish, fish and should limit their consumption. Well, now we're finally getting some consistency because they they almost demand you. And I think in Jersey, I think vaccines are mandatory. They demand that you take vaccines with mercury, but they 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 used to say, oh. Don't eat fish if you're pregnant because it contains mercury. So complete, yeah. you know, just hypocrisy everywhere. The FDA's recommendations uh, have, have alarmed scientists at the Environmental Protection Agency, who internal memos criticized them as, quote, scientifically flawed and inadequate, and said they fell short of, quote, scientific rigor routinely demonstrated by the EPA. Uh, the FDA sent its draft report, a copy of which was obtained by the Washington Post, to the White House Office of Management and Budget as part of the FDA's effort to update the existing health advisory. The report argued that nutrients in fish, including omega-3, fatty acids, selenium, and other minerals could boost a child's IQ three points. So there you go, Ben. So a little something for you. And um, a little bit of consistency, well, finally. And I mean, I'm maybe- I know the human being... And fish can coexist peacefully. <laughs> That's right, George. We absolutely can. But this, to me, I don't know. Maybe I get too crazy about health news. But at least now we're getting some consistency. And and now, um, 
you know, it, it's a little bit. It makes a little bit more sense now. Okay, now there's there's the consistent level. But um, I'm not sure what you got here, Ben. But I, I have some good police state news, some real Americana, warm-hearted news, and I could kind of just go right there if it's warm-hearted cool. police state news. Huh? Yes, <laughs> this, you know, let's hear it. <laughs> and, and this, like, I'm ready. like I always say, like whenever I'm browsing news sites, I, I look at an, I look at a headline and I. I read it and it like breaks my heart, but it gets me excited at the same time because finally, because you know, I can talk about it uh-huh. and we can bring it up and, and have a debate about it here on the show. So it's kind of a bittersweet feeling. Uh, of course, I'd rather not see it. But new rule expands DNA collection to all people arrested, and we just just a matter of time for this. Uh, I, I knew this it's was coming. That's right. You know, we heard about the Florida instances where they were you know swabbing people in traffic to find a criminal because there's no such thing as detective work anymore. Immigration and civil liberties groups condemned a new U.S. government policy to collect DNA samples from all non-citizens detained by authorities and all people arrested for federal crimes. The new Justice Department's rule published Wednesday and effective uh, January 9th dramatically expands a federal law enforcement database of genetic identifiers, which is now limited to storing information about convicted criminals and arrestees from 13 states. So, you know, the big debate, at least from what I've read up until this point, not really the debate, but what they always led in with and kind of left off with in these articles and these stories was... It's only for people arrested for federal crimes or convicted for mm-hmm. federal crimes or, you know, felonies, if you will. Now they're just saying, well, you know, it's just if you're arrested now, we need your DNA, man. Congress authorized little the, by little, man. Just little by little. And, incrementally, that's wow. how they do it. Yeah, you don't have to watch V for Vendetta to know what this whole purpose of this this, this collection is. I mean, we know they're, they're creating databases. Hello? Uh, Congress authorized the expansion in 2005, setting the power of DNA as a tool in crime solving and prevention. So I just feel so much safer. Up against the break here, folks, we shall return much more police state news on the other end. Stay tuned. Inside this room, all of my dreams become realities, and some of my realities become dreams. It doesn't matter anymore who I am, boy. Here's the reason I'm not here. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? Where there was a simple, low-cost, and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel. Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called brown gas. And the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building 
Branch to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Destroys the night, night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not in law enforcement, but I just uh, I cringe at the idea of using DNA for you know for not just for crime solving and prevention i understand that you can use you know uh in a crime scene you could obviously gain very good information and if you don't have dna of criminals then yes it'd be tough but the the, the problem here is this database it's, it's one thing to have suspects and then have a crime scene with dna and then match those off the suspects and then you could prove a crime or prove at least something that people were there. Yeah. But now, uh, in 2005, Congress authorized this expansion, uh, this power of DNA as a tool in crime-solving and prevention. And, of course, it's going to ridiculous lengths, like we expect with the oncoming police state. Getting um, sick to my stomach. This is of real concern, folks. This is of major, major concern, especially with an Obama administration coming in. Uh, well, yeah, man, because they're using these DNA databases to... Once again, we'll say it's a common theme here, setting up the infrastructure for tyranny and setting it up to the point where they can come after political dissonance when they know our DNA, when they know everything about us. You know, when they start to integrate the echelon system with these DNA databases as well as these risk management systems, they're going to be able to, you know, track the way we walk, the way we fart, the way we do well, everything from outer space. You know? No question. It's a, it's a horror nightmare. It is. And, 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 you know, we know, I mean, obviously the FBI, uh, the FBI created its national DNA index system in 94. And, you know, we, 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 how many times have we talked about policies and things that are introduced in this country, but they're introduced very slowly, yeah. very slowly, very gradually, very gradually. Yeah. And, of course, yeah, and, and, and of course they come to be. And now, you know, now we look at them like, oh, wow, this is not new. But, yeah, it's, it's at the level now where we really have to be scared. But it's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, this, you know, this article here out of uh, Washington Post, and I'll just make sure that I bookmark it for our site. You can check it out right now. Uh, AnimalFarmShow.com, the right side down halfway through the page. I want to change that one day, Ben. 
been, but we'll we'll get to that later Bring on. Bring it up, you think? Yeah, I think we got to put to it on. Top. It's got to be like on the main area. You know, we'll, we'll get to that. But the change yeah. here uh, with this new DNA is basically what's going on is civil liberties groups are now condemning this new government policy. Um, and the change here, estimated, can add as many as 1.2 million people a year to this national database. Using, because, again, it's not just, uh, you know, felonies or convicted felons. These are just people that are arrested. You get, yeah. you know, there you go. Give me your, give me your cheek and we're going to take... walk. you get arrested. That's what it is. Uh, that's what happens. You smoke a joint, you get arrested. No, that's what happens. Forget it. I can only imagine. I am not a number. I am a person. Of course. And <laughs> check out this article once again, animalfarmshow.com. Do it through our site, please. Um, so I don't know, Ben. It's, 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 to me, it's uh, of major concern. I know I try to tell people about these things and it goes in one year and not the other. But, yeah, man, I mean, at what point uh, do people think to themselves, wait a minute, this is not exactly what we're going to be doing for crime prevention. This is just going to come up with this database and, like you said, give us tyranny. This is exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're creating Scientific, uh, you know, computerized tyranny, you know, no automated question. tyranny. It's, it's weird. It's bizarre. The tyranny is going to get to so bad to the point where it is going to be automated, where you know risk management computers are going to be picking up inconsistencies uh, in people's behaviors and, and things of that nature. You know, I, I hate to sound like a one of those weird futurists, but you got to be you got to be weary of, of things like this. Uh, is it weary or is it leery? It's leery. It's wary. You have to be wary of this. Yes. Wary. Yeah. Ah, see, yeah, weary is kind of tired. We'll get there, Ben. Uh, whatever. we got to get you hooked Screw on phonics. Right. I don't give a shit. Um, uh, <laughs> I'll talk Shut about up! this. There's another... Shut up! Shut oh, boy. <laughs> Pious revenge on Ben. It's good to have you guys back. i got to tell you, the, the, the shenanigans continues. <laughs> it was, it was pretty, It's pretty lonely here yeah, last night. But, yes, we have to... Uh, uh, what I've been doing here, Ben, my new method is to add in this Carl Rove thing after we talk about serious stuff so we can start laughing again, which I don't know if it works or not, but... <laughs> Uh, it's my lady. He loves that stupid <laughs> clip of me laughing. I, 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 I gotta watch out with the way I laugh on this show now. Whatever we say Pyth now is in the freaking bushes. Like, whatever we say now is us. under you know under Pyth's discretion as far as what he can use, what he can't use. He keeps using it. Buttloaf, brown streak, Wildly dingleberry. Uh, <laughs> one of three. Once again, buttloaf, brown streak, dingleberry. This is the final night for you to vote, folks, and that's it. I mean, the polls are closing tonight, 7:50 Eastern Standard Time. We're gonna release in our final segment, maybe before the power segment. We're gonna release the winner and. This will be on the uh, Animal Farm show deck of cards, which I guess in and of itself, Ben, is going to be its own segment. I mean, we're going to have like, maybe twice a month or maybe once every week if we can fit it in. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a new pundit, a new political person, or at least a new undesirable Animal Farm show person. Uh, we're going to name him or her uh, some kind of derogatory name. Hopefully, maybe, I don't know if it will always be potty humor. I mean, I don't know, like an Ann Coulter, she's definitely on the list, mm-hmm. I, I would say. And I don't know if we can use potty humor for her, maybe something more like, like the Antichrist woman or something like that. But, yeah, that's right. And we will do this. So you can vote for Carl Rove tonight via info at animalfarmshow.com. This is the final night. Uh, I don't know. I I would say don't do it on the chat rooms because it's hard to keep track. Yeah, it is hard to keep track. If you want to do it, email us. Um, We've been doing a good job so far keeping track. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, email us. Info at animalfarmshow.com. Right now the standings are nine for Buttloaf. Five right. for Dingleberry. Dingleberry's trailing. Yeah. And then four for Brown Street. Brown Street doesn't look like it's going to have much of a chance. I don't yeah. know. If you guys gather together and go with the Brown Street, you might be able to come up. But uh, anyway, uh, we're moving on here. And then, you know, I guess we'll just kind of keep powering through this news. So much came out even just today. Uh, the CIA now apparently helped shoot down 15 planes. I guess this is in Latin I America. This, yeah. You this have is, this, uh, right? Yeah. You want to read this one? Because uh, I don't even know. The, the, the CIA's clandestine role in Latin America, Latin American politics continues. And, you know, how many times have we heard about the CIA just 
just in basically um, submerged in this war on drugs, you know, and, you know, in quotes, war on drugs. Yeah. We know so much more about the war on drugs pa- based on the past three years of news about how the CIA basically is, you know, fueling this war on drugs. There are there is no war on drugs. They're bringing this, in the drugs. This government yeah. does not want to end drugs at all whatsoever because if they did, we certainly would not be in Afghanistan. And the CIA would certainly not be doing the stuff that they're doing. So, oh, folks, yeah. I mean, your government's estimate. responsible for the drugs in this country almost entirely. Absolutely. And they, they, they not only that, they estimate, you know, about $500 billion per year gets laundered through oh, Wall it's, Street. It's a huge, it's a huge, you know, it's a huge business, let's be honest. Yeah. War and drugs, those are pretty big businesses. Big time. Um, big time, absolutely. And, of course, I know it's, it's for our own good. Because Yeah, go ahead. Bush, Bush wanted to get that Drugs. Book? Drugs. Okay, just, I thought he was going to go drugs and alcohol. Drugs and alcohol. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> You're being extra slick. I'm trying just, my best here. You know, it's, it's, yes. it's been a while. We're <laughs> nice. getting our groove here. Uh, oh, by the way, folks, hopefully phones next week. We're working on it. We're getting there. Oh, that would be lovely. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're getting there, but just be patient. And once we do that, then I guess we're really a radio station. Uh, the CIA's clandestine right. role in Latin American politics continues. With the help of CIA spotters, the Peruvian Air Force shot down 15 small civilian aircraft between 1995 and 2001, ostensibly as a part of U.S. abetted war on drugs. Son of a bitch. Right. The ranking Republican on the House Intelligence Committee revealed Thursday many of uh, the shootdowns were made without warning within two or three minutes of the planes being detected. Wow, where was that intelligence on 9-11? Hint, hint. Michigan (laughs) Republican Pete Hoekstra, who disclosed the program, was the first to confirm the number of planes shot down in the CIA-led, quote, abridged denial program, end quote, which sought to derail the narcotic trade, but also claimed the life of an American missionary from Michigan and her daughter in 2001. Charity Bower's husband, Jim, is pictured above, right? Yes, just the article doing its thing. You could check it out. I just uh, bookmarked this on the site. Uh, finally, a State Department inquiry previously said that the program had also forced 23 jets to land, but had not identified more than a dozen planes that were destroyed mid-flight. So basically, here probably forced the jets to land and then took all their crap and yeah, I it mean, back in their own profit. W- <laughs> the point here is that along with the CIA's help, the Peruvian Air Force shot down 15 small civilian aircraft, and this is all uh, basically part of the the U.S helped war on drugs and abetted uh-huh. war on drugs. So, you know, stuff like this comes out. We had the CIA crashing with the, the cocaine months and months ago, and every and, so often you hear about... they found the jet planes filled with ecstasy. Uh, you know, just every every couple months you hear about a nice, another CIA or plane getting dropped or another, uh, you know, personal Air Force jet getting filled with ecstasy or some type of messed up drug yeah. that's happening. I mean... And uh, isn't, it, isn't, it convenient, isn't it convenient that every time something like this happens, there's a huge scandal going on? They just yeah. kind of fit this news under the blanket of the scandal. We'll talk about that much more when we get back, folks. Animalfarmshow.com. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food. 
food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7.19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there's still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. And surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts and Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. Yeah, Blagojevich, Blagojevich, Blagojevich. God, that name is hard to say. Blagojevich, what do you got, Mike? <laughs> uh, Rahm Emanuel, he is uh, Barack Obama's chief of staff. Staff. Stash. God, I'm horrible tonight. What the hell Christ is wrong Almighty. with me? I don't understand a word you just said. I haven't even what, like been drinking know. or anything. Maybe you should start drinking because if not, I'm going to buy you like hooked on ebonics or whatever. Hooked Maybe. On phonics. But uh, Rahm Emanuel reportedly spoke with Blag- <laughs> Blagojevich. Just call him Blagovich. Just say Blagovich. Blagovich. They get the idea. About Senate seat. Uh, and, and I do have audio to go with this. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pius declared but, war on us because he's, he's sick of us saying basically. He's sick of us saying basically. What are you going to do? Huh? Sorry. Basically, kiss my ass. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's, here's a couple. It's pretty choppy, and it's uh, I don't know what Fox News was thinking, but I did the best I could. Here it is. 
a reliable source familiar with the investigation, is telling me tonight that there were indeed conversations between Barack Obama's chief of staff, Rahm Emanuel, and the governor himself about candidates who might be filling the seat vacated by Barack so Obama. And those conversations mm -hmm. may have been even he doesn't like that word. Governor Rod Blagojevich arrived home tonight without comment. But a source familiar with the investigation confirms for Fox Chicago News that Rahm Emanuel did in fact have multiple conversations with Governor Rod Blagojevich and his Chief of Staff John Harris about the Senate seat. The source says there was a list of names given to the governor's office of candidates that would be acceptable to President-elect Barack Obama. The conversations happened after the FBI wiretaps were in place and after Emanuel was named Obama's chief of staff early last month. The timing of the conversations made it likely, the source says, that the phone conversations were recorded and are in the hands of the FBI. I am confident that no representatives of mine would have any part of any deals related to this seat. I think materials released by the U.S. attorney reflect that fact. It would not be unexpected for there to be conversations between Obama's transition team and the governor's office about candidates Obama might favor, and the source did not say if those conversations involved any quid pro quo or deal-making. Meanwhile, a spokesman for Blagojevich says it was business as usual in the governor's office once again. I know it's difficult in the situation, but the governor is there. He's upbeat, trying to be positive, and, and let people know that, look, we have to continue on. Totally. Yeah, man. Yeah, so uh, the scandal, I, want I guess, complaint. the first scandal before uh, Barack Obama even gets into office is that Yeah, he's not even sworn in yet. And Emmanuel's, Emmanuel, to me, I, I don't know why, but... I, Scumbag. Yeah, just yeah. I, just the minute I saw him, I, you know, I kind of sensed it, which, you know, maybe that's not Friggin fair to him. Wise ass. Yeah, I, mean, I just don't like government officials to begin with. But, yeah, already now, not even sworn in as chief of staff with... Uh, with Obama, and yes, there's already a scandal on our hands. And, and see, That's a change we know and love. We change we can believe in, but we didn't really talk about this whole Blagojevich thing at all, even when it broke, because it's Man, like... See, you just say it so easily. That pisses me off. All right, Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Do it. Say it right now. Blagojevich. Hey, you go. Good boy. Blagojevich. Give him some applause. I'm, I'm Croatian. No. I should be able to say this crap. No You're problem. Croatian. You gotta just drink more before Blagojevich. the show, and then you just it, it lubricates your mind. You're right. You're Stuff right. Stuff will poison your mind. You see, like even <laughs> even on, on the on the, uh, on the board, they're, they're spelling it out for you. Anyway, Blagojevich. Yeah, or just uh, you, like like Jack Blood said, Blagovich. You can say Blagovich too. That's fine. We get the point. Who cares? The the the, the thing I was trying to say is we didn't talk about this because you know, when you asked me like, ah, are we gonna talk about this? I said no because it's just one more piece of trash politician getting caught for the wrongdoings he or she's doing. Yeah, but. I Obviously, there's much more to it, and, and over the past couple of days, you know, the neocon right wing, it's all they talk about. It, this is it. This is the only thing going on in America, and there's two concerns for me. First and foremost, yes, what, you know, what ties does this rat, you know, P POS have to the Obama administration? Of course, now we learn Rob Emanuel, but secondly... For some reason, and I'm not, I'm not calling for the idea that this was a manufactured thing, maybe, but either way, every time something like this happens, every time there's a huge scandal, not only does it just flood the mainstream media, but you hear about these other things that, that, that are, in my opinion, way more important. The CIA helping shooting down planes in Latin America for the yeah. war on drugs, and every time there's a huge scandal, there's these little articles that are just kind of planted, and even in the mainstream forms, just planted underneath things, and they kind of just lose... 
Yeah, they lose priority because yep. every headline now is Blagojevich this, Blagojevich this, and now Rob Emanuel. So. Oh, they're so surprised and so shocked that this man was willing to give you know sell a Senate seat. I mean, it's, it, it happens all the time. We're doing that publicly when you talk about um, you know the the public interest in Washington and and all the. Uh, uh, all the people that um, uh, support the candidates. God, what the hell is the word for them? What? I don't know. Forget yeah. about it. Just, yeah, I, I know, I just, man. You gotta, I'm you having just, a bad just night. Just keep drinking, man. I'm having a bad night, and it's, uh, it's, it's pissing Talking me about, off. Uh, I can't even think of the most basic, simple political That's because you came terms, in, man. you were all upset. You were all stressed out. you got to get here early. city is a crap hole get for early, parking, Get here man. early. It, 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 you can't <laughs> you can park relax. in this freaking city. Well, it's just ridiculous. Take a train, man. I don't know what we're yelling about. Train man, Metro North. Um, anyway, so yes, there there is that little piece of, of news there, and you know you could take it for what you want, but uh, to me, I really do try to pay attention, especially when any of these scandals come out, and it's not it's not always just political officials that these things come out about. It's even like just the entertainment people. Oh my God, who's you know who had a baby, and who's you know who just got divorced? Let's talk about Brad and whoever. Who gives a rat's ass? Yeah. But uh, you got to you got to pay close attention. But um, there's you know more unfortunate news coming out. Uh, with uh, you know Afghanistan with this war, U.S. troops opened fire on a bus carrying civilians Friday because um, they didn't stop. You know, obviously that's a huge problem. Killing four passengers. Dri- the driver refused to stop the bus. So yep, you know more just some more peace across the world. A spokesman for NATO's International Security Assistance Force said the bus was heading toward 20 troops on foot patrol on a highway in central Wardock province. The troops first held warning rounds in the air and to stop the vehicle and then shot into the engine block. And I can't blame I can't blame either people. I guess, you know, the, the troops are doing their thing. They have to be careful because who knows uh, if, if there's bombs or whatever on board. But I don't know. Every time I read one of these articles, it just reminds me of this ridiculous war and, and the joke that it really is. And um, So you want to get into this Rumsfeld thing. I mean, I don't know. This this is a pretty big uh, issue. I'm not sure if anything's going to, you know, come of it. But I figured we covered this as well. I mean, now we have the Carl voting thing, and we can kind of make fun of Pia for a bit. But I do want to get into this um, because I think it's really important. And obviously, we haven't heard this guy's name in a long time, ever since he resigned, so to speak. <laughs> but a bipartisan Senate report calls decisions made by former Defense Secretary a direct cause of inhumane treatment of prisoners of war. Other Bush officials are also faulted. Uh, kind of what we suspected, Ben. I think you hinted at that earlier. But reporting from Washington, a bipartisan. Were you thinking of the word lobbyist, Ben? Before? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I, mean, I don't know. What Jeez, you, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta let me know. It's um, so freaking annoying. How can I not remember the word lobbyist? I don't know, man. Just, you, you should, you should just, you should maybe get like a little bottle of tequila, do a I'm quick just, shot. I'm just chugging right yeah. now. I mean, I You've got the right brain now. of a four-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it is. You just got over being sick, so I don't know what kind of med you were on. But anyway, back to back to Rumsfeld. Reporting from Washington, a bipartisan Senate report released Thursday concludes that decisions made by former Defense Secretary. Donald H. Rumsfeld, were a direct cause of widespread detaining abuse, and that other Bush administration officials were were to blame for creating a legal and moral climate that contributed to inhumane treatment. The report, endorsed by Democrats and Republicans on the Senate Armed Services Committee, is the most forceful denunciation to date of the role that Rumsfeld and other top officials played in the prisoner abuse scandals of the last five years. The document also challenges assertions by senior Bush administration officials that the most egregious cases of prisoner mistreatment were isolated isolated incidents of appalling conduct by U.S. troops. Quote, the abuse of detainees at Abu Ghraib in late 2003 was not simply the result of a few soldiers acting on their own, end quote, the report says. Instead, the document says a series of high-level decisions in the Bush administration, quote, conveyed the message that physical pressures and degradation were appropriate treatment for detainees in U.S. military custody. 
Yeah. Do you remember that when they were what going up there? What do you think we should do with them? I say we take the sword and neuter them right here. Give them a Barbaca treatment. Only Pyth can get away with something like that. What were you saying, Ben? I was I was saying that they were going out there on television just saying it's a few bad a- apples. Uh, yeah. No big deal. Yeah, the puppy incident was just one or two bad apples. We're not yeah, I mean, it was just they're just screwing around having fun. Remember when Rush Limbaugh went out there and said that? Screwing they're just, around they're just getting fun. Yeah, they're just blowing off some steam. Killing like a fraternity. Uh, killing you know. a couple people. Yeah, you know, don't don't ever get on the troops. They're fine. Um, the document Torture aimed... children with battery acids. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, fine. Eh. Well, that's what it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's let off some steam sometimes. You, you know? know, with Jack Bauer and Twenty Four and and the, and the complete controlled uh, corporate media, yeah, it's become it's become acceptable that yes, we have to torture people because we get answers. And I didn't cover, we didn't cover uh, the you know the nine eleven suspects finally coming out and pleading with you know with anybody to to plead guilty. Essentially, they're just coming out. Like, they want to plead guilty to the nine eleven events. Yeah. And after you know, being tortured, for after being tortured years? for six years, I mean, you know, my God, I mean, of course, and who knows what Whining kind of fucking maggots? Who knows what kind of deals uh, have been made? <laughs> That's very good, by That is messed up. That was really good. Um, but you know, and the reason why I guess the reason why we didn't talk about it is because yeah. you know, what do you want me to say? What what, should, what is there to say about this? So what? So I'm supposed to believe now? I'm supposed to somehow forget about all the evidence suggesting alternative groups and organizations involved in 9-11 just take the word of the 9-11 suspects that have been tortured they, because, for the past yeah. yeah because they've been tor- I mean they've been waterboarded and tortured and then god knows what's been going on with those people but who knows what deals have been made behind the doors but you know back onto the Rumsfeld thing uh, you know this this is huge I mean obviously I, I actually I had a follow up article Ben but I seem to have lost it which is you know par for the course but um yeah, man, this is, you know, we knew what these people were doing the whole time, and I don't know if anybody's going to be held accountable. That's the other big problem with me, is every time we talk about this type of story where, oh, yes, it's come out now that Rumsfeld is guilty of this, or Bush is guilty of that, or, yes, indeed, they covered this up. We oh, yeah, know, the Alberto Gonzalez trials oh, Gonzalez, Cheney, Cheney. We know that uh, the Obama administration is not going to do a, a, a damn thing about this. They're not certainly going to hold any of these uh, officials accountable after their term is up on January 20th. And no, there's no way. You no, know. there's no way. No. Um, the report here also criticized President Bush, although less harshly. In a particular, it cites a presidential memorandum signed February 20th, uh, February 7th, 2002, that denied detainees captured in Afghanistan the protections of the Geneva Conventions, which ban abusive treatment of prisoners of war. So, yeah, I mean, basically, we know what's going on here. Uh, torture. Legal. No, yeah, and and you know, we've <laughs> no. been, we've been trained to accept it. So. It is what it is, but um, yep, just just more you know more bad yeah, news, I mean, and more trash being taken out. I would say, Ben, too. I guess so. But here's I, the follow up. I, I really wonder if if anything's going to happen with this. It, it probably won't because you know we even the the um, Dick Cheney and the um, Alberto Gonzalez thing didn't really go all the way, and we thought that it was getting traction in the media, and it was. Uh, but then they just all of a sudden dropped the uh, the case, the, 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 like they always do. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's all one big fraternity, man. It's all one big party. Everybody basically is on the same team, even though they, they put out this fake red and blue. And uh, this new set, here's the follow-up. The Senate report, we'll talk about it when we get back. But Rumsfeld uh, comes out and says other members of the Bush administration conveyed the message that physical pressures and degradation were appropriate treatment for detainees. And, of course, they uh. you know look at what John Yu did. We'll talk about that in torture when we get back, folks. Stay tuned.
Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. 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 Underground radio is habit forming. Is habit forming. Is habit forming. Use the truth carefully. short break that's that's the uh, the hour break and uh top of the hour top of the hour break no news and i don't have the little cool little clip that i played last night but um i'm a little disappointed ben i gotta tell you only 10 people in the chat room were like last time we had like 18 people and i was hoping for maybe breaking 20 tonight doesn't look like it's gonna happen yeah it's friday night you and know they're out re- doing things yeah i guess so we haven't received any uh, other votes for uh, brown streak buttloaf or dingleberry for the car rove naming mm-hmm. no no alternative uh, name so it looks like uh, only an hour left basically 50 minutes left in, uh, the polls will close in 50 minutes yeah but anyway we're talking about uh, rumsfeld here but you know uh, coming out here saying that the bush administration conveyed the message that physical pressures and degradation were appropriate treatment for detainees, and of course, Alberto Gonzalez, uh, when this was a big issue, when it first came out, he just changed the rules, basically, and yeah. said, well, you know, it's not torture. With a smile, Yeah. by the way, because yeah, yeah. that's what he does. He goes on television, and he, uh, you know, he openly breaks the law and tortures people, and then smiles about it in front of everybody. Yeah, it's not even, that little, they just uh, say, crap-eating, freaking smirk that he's yeah, got, man. Yeah, crap-eating grin, and it, yeah, it's just not torture. It doesn't exist. You know, the, it doesn't exist at all. There's no such thing. Uh, according to the committee, prisoners were tortured in the Iraq prison, Iraqi prison Abu Ghraib, the U.S. prison at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, and other U.S. military installations. That's the other thing that we don't even talk about often, Ben, is we talk about Abu Ghraib, we talk about Guantanamo, and everybody makes this big hoo-ha that Obama's going to close Guantanamo, which maybe he will. But how many other torture prisons are there just in Iraq alone? You know, it, this is what we don't, yeah, we don't just, hear. We don't hear about the other ones that don't have these these very popular names. Yeah, you know? just in the Iraq alone, and uh, also uh, the ones that we outsource to torture company countries out there, like exactly. you know, Pakistan uh, is very well known for boiling people alive, which oh is, sounds gosh. like a very pleasurable uh, type of type of experience. Like and then we also and then we also read that article on the show here where they put people on boats and sail them out into the middle of nowhere and torture them on boats, which is always just, you know, great in a just, friendly uh, you know, friendly way of um, you know, spreading freedom across the world. Just do. I, I did it, did it, uh, I'm looking at the chat room here. Did it allegedly vote yet Ben cuz he's voting for Buttloaf. I do see Buttloaf there, but you got to email us. Got to email yes, us. Yes, it, it's right. In order for it to be official, we need info at animalfarmshow.com or you can just go straight to Ben Ben at animalfarmshow.com for the voting for Carl Rose name, Dingleberry, Buttloaf, oh. and Brown Streak. <laughs> he took it. He took it from last night's show. We got to get a better recording of that. It was all staticky. Um, things were coming out of his man. mouth and his nose, and it's just really disgusting. Oh. 
Like, nice. I, sh- I should have expected it. Nice. That was from last night's broadcast. My goodness. Um, anyway, so this, this finding with this uh, torture uh, story that we're talking about, Senators Carlevin uh, and John McCain were responsible for the content of this Senate's finding. Just so you all know that. Uh, but and once once again, the, the you know just like you said before, and the report determined that placing the blame on a few bad apples, as Bush administration officials attempt to, attempted to do in the aftermath of Abu Ghraib, is inappropriate. So at least we're getting it. It uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Certainly not. It's wildly inappropriate. It really is. But uh, and then finally, here this leading lawyer now is calling for Rumsfeld prosecution. Um, I'm just trying to give you the whole 360 view here, Ben. Wildly <laughs> inappropriate. One, yes, it is. The president <laughs> of the legal nonprofit Center for Constitutional Rights, Michael Ratner, has resumed. Wow. No, no, uh, no relation to our legal correspondent Charles Ratner has resumed calls for a formal prosecution of ex-Bush Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld following revelations by a congressional report that Rumsfeld was to blame for the Pentagon's policy allowing torture. In a statement, he said that the report reaffirms findings he spelled out in his book published this September called "The Trial of Donald Rumsfeld: A Prosecution." Ratner's group was the first to volunteer an attorney to meet with one of the CIA's ghost detainees, and the committee's uh, report reaffirms that high-ranking administration officials, including Donald Rumsfeld, were directly responsible for the abuse and torture of detainees in Guantanamo, Iraq, and Afghanistan. So it is what it is, like I always say, and uh, yep. I don't know if he'll get prosecuted, but <laughs> yeah, I know. You know he's on, he's certainly under a little bit of a fire, and we'll see what happens there. But. Just to let people know, um, they are asking the URL for the chat room it is deadlinelive.info. Yes, and then click on chat. And if you want to get in touch with us directly, it is info at animalfarmshow.com, or you could instant message us via AOL Instant Messenger. Animal Farm Show is our screen name, so very good. Feel free to do that. Just wanted to let people know that. No question. Um, so you know, there's there's the I guess for now that'll be the end of uh, of the Rumsfeld news. Because I mean, I guess you could only talk he's about a so scumbag. Many times. I just don't think anybody. And he's also another person, right, that has a lot of connections with the pharmaceutical industry and uh, and the FDA and things uh, like apparently, that. Apparently, right? yes. from what I understand, he had a lot to do with uh, bringing aspartame. I know it sounds kind of ridiculous, yeah, but apparently he had a lot to do with uh, bringing aspartame to the forefront. I guess in the early '80s it was. Yes. But he's just a well-rounded bastard, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it's the kind of stuff you can't make up, and it's the kind of stuff that the average human just won't believe because their mind won't let him uh, believe it. But I want to get into some financial news when we get back, and I want to talk about Jim Rogers now. Uh, once again, he's you know he's very consistent with what he said, and now he's using the the rally of the dollar to basically exit all his assets. So we'll get to that and much more financial news on the other end. Stay tuned. You're listening to the farm. We've got to clean up this country. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. We are here today to effect a change. We are here today to fuel the deconstruction of the official myth. We are here today because fear is never a good enough reason to do nothing. We are here today to begin draining this cesspool of lies and distortion we refuse to drown in any longer. We are here today to ask those still sleeping to wake up. Yeah, there, there, there's a question on the board here. Silly notion. Silly question. No, it's actually a pretty good question. There's a question as if we're, if we're going to get sued 
uh, for using the Alex Jones clips. And, uh, well, first and foremost, no, because uh, they'd have to do a cease and desist first. And second of all, uh, sue us. Go ahead. We're not worth anything. You can't, yeah. you know, you can get our couch. We have and third, they love couch the show. Why would they ever of sue us? No, and, we, and, you know, we, we're not, uh, you know, we don't hate Alex Jones like everybody else. We just want to, we just think it's it's entertainment value. Yeah. And we, oh, we, and we, Alex is a right now, pig <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he, he listens to us all the time. He does, so, and, we, uh, and we joke with him, and he jokes with us, and he's, yeah. you know, he pranked us. We have, we have good time here. We don't have the hatred like everybody else. And I'm talking to the pig barn! <laughs> yeah, and, 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 you know, and all these things. <laughs> I, won't go, I won't go into that, but no, we won't get sued. Don't worry, and like I said, if they sue us, we don't have anything. We have a desk, we have a, a chair, we have a refrigerator and a microwave, so. If they really want those assets that badly, then by all means, don't don't tell them about that, Pius. Don't tell them about that asset. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep that under the under the covers. Uh, anyway, yeah, okay. Jim Rogers Sorry. here using the using the rally to exit dollar assets. Um, I know there's been a lot of controversy about this man and what he said, but I, I do have to give him credit for the consistency about you know what he said, his statements throughout all of the bailouts, beginning very early with the initial one. But investor Jim Rogers on Thursday, uh, he has been using the sharp rally in the U.S. dollar as an opportunity to exit assets denominated in the U.S. currency. Rogers told the Reuters Investment Outlook Summit 2009 in New York that the rally, which has pushed the greenback up about 20% since July, is a reversal of of, quote, gigantic short position, end quote, accumulated over several several years and not a result of a fundamental bet. He added that the U.S. currency is likely to weaken, weaken sharply again. I plan to get out of all my U.S. dollars at some time throughout this rally. He said the dollar is a terribly flawed currency and perhaps a doomed currency. Sounds kind of like a Ron Paul mentality, only maybe yeah. a little bit more like R-rated. Uh, I've driven around <laughs> the world looking for a sound currency. There aren't any, but the yen is the only thing that's going to go up for a while, he added. Rogers, who spoke via a conference call in Miami, also noted that the economies and currencies in regions such as Central Europe and Russia are particularly vulnerable. On Thursday, the Russian Central Bank allowed the fifth 1% devaluation in the rubble against the dollar-slash-euro basket in a month as data shown a $17.9 billion drop in gold and foreign exchange reserves last week. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the other thing, too. The one thing I really wanted to do tonight, Ben, and I kind of, you know, well, all the stuff we've been talking about, I kind of forgot about it, was, um, and so much talk about that, I, things I covered yesterday. I want to talk about this nuclear umbrella when we get a chance, and yeah. we'll pronounce it right. Nuclear. There you go. We'll, we'll pronounce it right, both of us. But I've I got to talk <laughs> about this because this is a huge, this is the biggest story, I think, right now. The fact that Obama's coming out, we'll get to it it's later. It's big. I do, I do want to stay on uh, the... Yeah, go ahead. Financial news, right. The financial news, yeah. My mind is everywhere. This one, Michigan Governor, governor uh, votes against bailout, says they're un-American. Let's, <laughs> I want to I read to what, what this uh, woman said. It's just incredible. Uh, Michigan Governor... Jennifer Granholm said it was un-American for senators to have voted against approving a bailout of troubled automakers last night, saying their vote may cause a recession to become a depression. Mm. She says, it is unacceptable for for this un-American, frankly, behavior of these U.S. senators to cause this country to go from recession into depression, Granholm said during a radio interview Friday morning. Negotiations over an agreement to assist Michigan's big three stalled last night in a 52 to 35 vote on a procedural motion to bring uh, up the package for a vote. Republicans largely opposed the bill after it failed to win concessions from the United Automotive Workers Union on wages and benefits. She says, it is such an unbelievable stab at workers across the country. <laughs> uh, Granholm added, you give this big bailout to these financial institutes, don't ask a single question, they could do whatever they want, and then you lay the blame 
for it on the auto industry, which is a victim of this financial meltdown on the backs of the people who are working on the line. Now, first of all, I just want to respond to this. Yes, she's right. We did give the big bailout to the financial institutions. We shouldn't have done that mm-hmm. because that's essentially a socialism. You're not letting the free market work. Uh, companies are failing for a reason. They need to fail in order and to correct things in the economy. That's the way it happens. Um, but she's saying that uh, they're blaming the audio, auto industry. The auto industry was screwed before anything was happening. The auto industry, industry has been screwed for years because they can't keep up with, with uh, you know, uh, the Japanese and Chinese slave labor sure. out there. Sure. Well, it's very difficult to do so, of yeah. course. But, yeah, this, this all started with the financial bailout. Of course, it, it, it failed first, and then, of <laughs> course, Hen- Henry Paulson uh, with the threats of martial law and complete yeah. deconstruction of the United States as a country. But th- then they finally passed it after that. But And that, to me, you know, it's just like so many things that just kind of, even for us, maybe fall through the memory hole. Those are the things that happen and just show what kind of tyrannical government we are currently being run by, let's be yeah. honest. And, and Barack um, Obama says that he's disappointed in it, too. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he's the next president. Of course, he's he says, push. "I am disappointed that the Senate could not reach an agreement on short on a short term plan." He keeps uh, pushing that forward. Short term plan, not long term. It's mm-hmm. not going to, you know, it's just going to be a short term bump, and then we're going to get right back into it. Uh, is what he says on a short term plan for the auto industry. Obama said in a statement released by his transition office, "I share the frustration of so many of the decades of mismanagement in this industry that has helped deliver the current crisis. Those bad practices cannot be rewarded or continued." So why the hell are we going to bail them out? Yeah. But I also know that millions of Americans' jobs rely directly or indirectly on a viable auto industry, and that's the beginnings of the reform are at, uh, that are at hand. The revival of our economy as a whole should not be a partisan issue. Yeah. Well, you know, change you could believe. He's a good spokesman, so we'll give him that much. Uh, finally, for me here, I guess in the financial world, investor says cash is up in smoke after Nasdaq chairman's or ex-Nasdaq chairman's arrest in Ponzi scheme. Um, investor struggled Friday to understand how a former Nasdaq stock market chairman could hide losses of at least fifty billion dollars, fifty billion, in what he allegedly called a giant Ponzi scheme. Bernard. L. Madoff, age 70, was arrested on a securities fraud charge Thursday and released on a $10 million bail. Ten. <laughs> These numbers, I just can't get over. After federal authorities said he ran a fraudulent investment business separate from his Bernard L. Madoff Investment Securities, LLC. Outside those offices Friday, one man who he had invested with Madoff said he uh, everyone who had put money into the firm has got problems. In quotes, I think that I think this point is all up in smoke. He told a gaggle of reporters, "That's my personal feelings, but we'll see." No one would uh, who entered or exited the granite column office tower where the firm is housed during lunchtime said they worked for Madoff. And the lone investor who did speak on the condition of anonymity said he was told their offices were closed Friday. So prosecutors allege Madoff ran a secret $17.1 billion investment advising business wow. that operated separately from his Manhattan securities firm, servicing between 11 and 25 clients. Wow. That's you a, ought to be ashamed of yourself. clients must have had so yeah. wallet, man, Stephen. That is a lot of money for so lot, little people. That is a lot, $50 billion. And, Holy and, crap. And, you know, just somehow, I mean, you want to talk about a smart dude. Stephen A. Weiss, a lawyer for several dozen investors, said there are many more investors, he said, personally spoke with over 30 investors who are 
believed to have invested more than $1 billion with Madoff, who had been a well-respected member of the financial community, serving as treasurer of the board of directors at Yeshiva University in Manhattan for several years. So, yeah, this guy now in super water because maybe he just got a little too greedy, but he was running some serious numbers. Whoa, yeah, geez. Oh, I mean, hardcore, it's hard man. enough to make, you know, 10 bucks an hour in this country. This guy's funneling $50 billion unknown into God knows what. But, wow, that is just – it's impressive. <laughs> At the very least, I think it's impressive. you got to tip your hat. But um, I don't know. I guess so. I guess. No, you, you have to, Ben. I was saying last yeah, night – Yeah, like you have to hit, tip your hat to Hitler or something. Well, yeah, but a, you know, just, you know? Because, just because we don't like what Hitler did doesn't mean he wasn't a very smart person. He, yeah. was, he was a genius yeah. uh, in how he – you know, deceive the public and deceive the people. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, just these people are smart. And just because they're deceptive, just because they're diabolical doesn't mean they're not smart. Yeah. Uh, I was covering last night saying you have to hand it to the government, bringing in an, an Obama character. Look at the warship. This guy, you, just just the, the book sales alone, they got finger puppets of this guy in the yeah. stores now. They cannot keep his book. They can't even keep his wife's book on the shelves. Well, he's an excellent uh, counter-revolutionary, you know. He he does, a- he's doing his job very, very well to, to make people believe that there is change happening in this country, but, you know, really, uh, you know, overtly not changing things. He, so he's doing a, like yeah. he is a cult item. He's a cult object, and the media has made and him the into cult a cult object. cult is huge. And it's a huge cult, and it's a mindless cult because they obviously don't see the complete nonsense right in front of their eyes. They see the same stuff coming in the form of a different man. Uh, so, yes, no, this is brilliance at its absolute best. You replace a stupid ass from, you know, born in Maine, apparently born in Texas, but not, uh-huh. uh, completely George the worst w. Yeah, the worst president in the history of any country, for that matter. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, you replace him with a very smooth well-spoken, good-looking guy, skinny, got, you know, has his stuff together, and he's very controllable. Well, that was the thing. You know, they talked about that on Bill, uh, uh, Bill Maher's show a lot. You know, the Bush administration so dumb. We have to, you know, we have to get elites in there. We have to get smart people in there to run things. But the smart people, you forget, usually are the most evil people. Yeah. All right. Much more on the other side. McCain campaign sells info load of BlackBerry to Fox 5 reporter. We'll talk about that and much more. Stay tuned. Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arteries walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. 
LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. All right, Tony. So I, I came across this clip, yeah, like I was telling cool. you during the break, of uh, two people or, or multiple people debating on whether we should go to war with Iraq. Okay, good. And this uh, happened at Ground Zero uh, in 2003. So here it is, and I did want to get your take on it. Um, okay. Just to talk about the general ignorance of the people that were down there. Yeah. I mean, I know that the hindsight is 2020, but you got yeah. you got to listen to this. They obviously didn't know their uh, their facts. Right. They don't love me, and I don't love them. Okay. Okay. This confrontation at Ground Zero in New York shows what happened when a peace activist called for global understanding. What about us? Do you care about every human being here? It's September 11th. You're at Ground Zero. If they do something to us, then we're not going to do nothing back. But we're not going to do nothing back. They didn't do anything. Iraq did not do shit to America. So you're saying it's okay to kill innocent people. Listen, if it's for a better good, if it's for a better good, let's do it. I volunteered. You know why? To keep your ass free. To keep your hippie ass free. He puts his life on the line. So, yeah, that's that's the debate that was going on. For the Iraq War, I mean, I just, I just want to get your feedback on oh, that God, before I continue wow. with my train of thought. Well, where, here. where do I begin, Ben? For, uh, first of all, the two things I've heard here. First of all, there's there's people pre- uh, preaching peace. In other words, people that are peace activists who just want peace. Yes. And then there were people who were saying, "Look, Iraq had nothing to do with this." So there's two separate things. Uh, first and foremost. No, I, I wouldn't recommend anybody going to a disaster site such as 9-11 the day after or days after and preaching peace. That's not going to work. Well, this was, uh, regardless this was of in facts. 2003. This wasn't right after. Oh, this was, was this years. on 9-11? Well, this was, they were debating that whether we were going to go into Iraq or not. So this was in 2003 when no, the debate No, it could not have been. Hot. The war started in 2002, so it definitely was not 2003. Uh, I thought it started in 2003. I thought yeah. we invaded in two. Wait a second. Come on. We get, got, your, get your facts we straight. Got, Bring me the big knife. I'm going to cut my throat. 2002 is when we invaded. So it had uh, to have been before 2001 or 2002. Are you 
positive on that, man. Uh, I tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll look at the, uh, the, the chat room. Yeah, Boys, back we'll me up. The... When did we invade Iraq? 2002. I thought it was 2003. No. Well, I, I go by everything. 2003 is when the Devils won the Stanley Cup. That's the only reason why I know what happened that year. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, I can only keep track with when my sports teams do stuff, but anyway. But anyways, the point that I was trying to Regardless. make with this. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. But the point that I'm trying to make with this is that there people down there and they were saying, well, they attacked us. Shouldn't we attack them? And they yeah. didn't even and know whether we were attacked by Iraq. They thought that we were attacked by Iraq. So well, they wanted but, to yeah, respond and, with that. And, and I, you know, watching this documentary, and I think it was called uh, Weapons of Mass Deception, I think mm-hmm. was the name of it. Um, they, the, the, one of the experts or, or one of the uh, people that they were interviewing in there had stated that there were over 800 experts bought on national TV um, in, the, in the year when they were trying to invade Iraq and only wow. six. Wow were against the war out of 800 well, quote-unquote I mean, experts that were right. out there. And ben, I, mean, and I'm, I could not be a hypocrite. I mean, I, I was pissed on 9-11. I was pissed a year after that. I mean, I only, yeah. it took me until 2005, Ben, you know, and I admit it. Uh, sadly enough, it really took me at least till late 2004 and 2005 to realize that um, this war was ridiculous. And then on top of it, watching several documentaries, that it was a lot more... Uh, there was a lot more behind, going on behind the curtain, so to speak. In other words, the government involvement on that day, of course, uh-huh. and so many more things. Uh, okay, yeah. So they're saying 2002. Some, some people are saying 2003. Well, come on, we gotta get, know this. Yeah, get your facts right. I'm, I'm almost certain we invaded in 2002, but I think it's 2003. All right, whatever. We'll, we, we should do a bet really quickly before we get, get the answer. Uh, Nothing. A beer. You I'll, lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that was on over the weekend. Great movie. Uh, okay, so we'll but, do, a, but my, we'll do a, my my bet is a beer, Ben. So either you or me, a beer. That's and then, great. Okay, that's... We'll, we'll we'll look it up over the next break. Never, nevertheless, doesn't yeah. really matter. Um, my he, point is, is you know somebody like John McCain, who we all know and love, he goes on television and starts singing about bomb bomb Iran, and this guy's gotten you know he during the election he had over three thousand. Uh, mentions on on the news, and we covered this this article over three thousand mentions on the news, and uh, and and Ron Paul was getting less than a hundred or, or a little bit over a hundred. Um, but the point is that these major media conglomerates out there wanted us to go to war. They wanted us to go to war. They are in bed with the the weapons manufacturers who are making a large profit on the war. And I brought this quote also from Herman Goering, the famous uh, Nazi propaganda man. Uh, and he says, naturally, the common people don't want war, neither in Russia, nor in England, nor in America, nor in Germany. That is understood. But after all, it is the leaders of the country who determine policy, and it is always a simple matter to drag the people along, whether it is a democracy, a fascist dictatorship, or a parliament, or a communist dictatorship. Voice or, or no voice, the people can always be brought to the bidding of their leaders. That is easy. All you have to do is tell them that they are being attacked and denounce the pacifists for lack of patriotism and exposing the country to danger. It works in any country. So uh, this is a formula, you know, and it's very, very important for our mainstream media to tell you how you need to act and how you need to feel when a a major uh, catastrophe like this happens. It's important for them uh, to have you be misinformed and distracted and apathetic. It's very, very important to them. That's how they make their money. They do everything that they possibly can to pull you away from uh, politics, everything. 
Yeah, so no question. It, it, it has a lot to do with yeah. radical Islamic extremism. And it's the same thing. Uh, a little update. So, yeah, I guess 2003, Ben, I think you're right. From 20, March 20th to May 1st was the actual initial uh, you know, invasion. I thought I could have swore it was 2002, so I'm wrong. Um, they had but, said that they wanted to invade in 2002. Well, and I know Bush made the statement then, but I, th- I really thought it started in 2002. So my bad. I mean, you know, these things happen. We forget But look dates. at this. In, in doing this research, I found this crazy, uh, this crazy study from only a month ago. It was a Harris poll, okay? Okay. And... To just to show how how effed up our media is still, guess how many people uh, Americans percentage of Americans still think that Iraq had WMDs? Want me to make a guess? Yeah, I want you to make a guess. I'm going to say 46 percent. Pyeth, what do you think? 60 or 70. <laughs> he says <laughs> he's so good with that friggin' board, man. 37 percent. 37. Wow. Okay. Well, that's be- it's better than I thought. It's, it's certainly better, much yeah. better than that. But they still th- that's according to a Harris poll, and it's just incredible. But seven in ten. That's believe- sad that that many people still believe that. Wow. Horrible. Wow. Seven in ten believe that Iraqis are better off now than they were Saddam Hussein. Uh, 52% say it is true that Saddam had strong links to al-Qaeda. <laughs> Just under half think history will give the U.S. credit for bringing freedom and democracy to it's so sad, people, and the fact that people still believe that just—it just, just really shows you, Ben. I mean, you know, and, and you, if you listen to enough of the Hannitys and the, and the Rush Limbaugh's of the world, you, you hear the people from other states in, in the union. I'll say I don't want to name any because I don't want to, you know, classify anybody as, as stupid or any certain uh, part of the country as dumb. But you just hear these people who are fighting over who voted for Obama and McCain, and, yeah. and Ben. The work that we have to do is just—it's—it's it's, it's tremendous. The, the work well, we have ahead of us is just cut out, and it. It almost seems like there really is no way of trying to let people know who the real enemies are. Yeah. Um, well, you have to look at things. You know, who are the ones that are starting the war? You know, we have George over w. 800 military bases in over 130 countries worldwide. That is nuts. Yeah. That is nuts. We spend more on defense than all other discretionary parts of our federal budget, budget uh, combined. Yeah. And we spend more money on our on our quote unquote defense than every other country in the world combined. Yeah. So you know you have to really look at things. We're an imperial country, and 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 the news that we have in our country is forcing people to think um, in a in a war situation. It's it's scaring the crap out of people, making them afraid, and pushing them to war. You know, I have that. I have this clip, and I don't know if we want to play it, but it's it's the old Saturday Night clip, uh, Conspiracy Theory Rock. Uh, it's only about two minutes, two and a half minutes or so. We got about almost. Uh, yeah, we have about exactly that. We'll much play it really ahead, quickly, ahead, but it's it. great. Do it! Westinghouse and good old GE. They can use them to say whatever they please and work down the opinions of anyone who disagrees. Or stuff about PCBs. What are PCBs? They come from electric power plants built by Westinghouse and GE. They can give you lots of cancer that can hurt your body. But on network TV, you rarely hear anything bad about the nuclear like when Westinghouse was sued for fraud. Which time? GE made defective bolts. It was an unreported crime. Or when it was boycotted for operating nuclear bomb plants just to squeeze a dime. That's a footnote, by the way. A footnote protects you from folks who doubt what you say. Now maybe the voices in my head will go away. But the big shots don't care. They're all sitting pretty thanks to corporate welfare. What's that now? They get billions. 
From Saturday Night Live. Okay. And Saturday Night Live is an NBC company. Yeah. So they start talking junk about NBC, and if the joke is that NBC shuts them down. So That's... we'll be right back, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com. Stay tuned. I think it's fun. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts and Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. 
We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to hempusa.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Radio. Yeah, that's cool. All right, folks, we're back. Animalfarmshow.com is the website. Uh, just a reminder, everybody, it is, the last, <laughs> it is the last segment for voting. So if you want to vote, we are talking about Carl Rove's nickname. Does he, yes. Is he going to be Buttloaf? Is he going to be Dingleberry? Or is he going to be Brown Streak? My goodness. Right now, nine for Buttloaf. Buttloaf and Brown Streak. <laughs> oh, boy. Nine for Buttloaf, five for Dingleberry, and four for Brown Streak. Uh, we did get a vote in the chat room, but it doesn't count. You have to email us. Um, that's kind of just a new rule that we... Yeah, we're, yeah I think, I think <laughs> what's going to happen, though, Ben, is eventually when we do this again, I think Pyeth mentioned that we're going to do like a little widget on the website. This way it, it can, you know, you can go yes. to the website, you can vote on the website, and it just keeps its own tally. Absolutely. But then again, you got to make sure people don't vote twice, because then that's illegal. And then we could... Uh, that's true. You know, we have to fix that. But we'll, we'll, we'll get it done, folks. Don't worry. Yeah. But anyways, before we went to the break, we were talking about um, you know the media and conglomerates with the the weapons departments and and mm. selling the American people that wars are good and we have you know over 800 bases bases in over 130 countries worldwide. And I kind of you know doing this research, I, I kind of thought to myself, why the hell are people falling for such propaganda that's on the news? And I I, I came up with a bunch of uh, clips, some old propaganda clips um, from like the 50s, the 60s. Yeah. I just thought they were really clever, and Go I wanted ahead. to yeah. share them yeah. with yeah. everybody. The Not really clever, but they're, they're just really overt propaganda. But anyways, here it is. We lack the weapons to defend ourselves. Build, prepare is the cry. Quickly, the government springs into action and initiates a gigantic rearmament program. <laughs> a program designed to make America the arsenal of democracy. <laughs> From that moment, <laughs> so, that is that's, really good, Ben. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> good job getting that. Isn't that bugged out? Here's another one. This is this one's crazy too. Once upon a time, your hometown was safe, but not now. <laughs> it is possible for a rocket to strike your home right now, today, right now. <laughs> and what defense remains? Strength. Strength ready if we need it. Can you believe that? I guess I, I guess the only thing I could say is, would you agree with this statement here, Ben? That the um, because the propaganda has gotten a lot smarter. Yeah. The people have gotten also smarter because that stuff today would just—I don't think that would no. work. I hope to God that wouldn't work. Today. It would not fly today. Oh, yeah. Word. But that is just. Retired, you don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> that was just very, very overt type like, of propaganda. You're not back safe. Then. You need weapons. <laughs> exactly. We're going to bomb other countries. Exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of what they did during the World War II era. You know, they really uh, scared the living crap out of people and, and got them all fighting behind one war machine, uh, you know, pulling all their, their, their talents and their, their might their might together. Yeah. <laughs> the, so that as the, the way that they described it, you know, was, was making sure that one troop that was backed by hundreds of people in the homeland, you know, making sure all the boots and all the weapons and all the uh, camouflage and everything like that was all, you know, centralized into this one troop where he can do his best job uh, and, and 
you know, spreading democracy, democracy throughout the world, which is, I guess, is our oh, yeah. <laughs> our downfall here. Four, the, the beginning of the end for the us. Four words, man. The arsenal of democracy. That that sums it up in four yes. words. The arsenal of democracy, and it nothing's changed, nothing at all. Um, and then, kind of keeping on this topic, I mean, the unfortunate last name Cockburn is the guy who wrote this. Uh, I, I mean, it's just a shame. You think you, you think you change your last name, maybe Patrick Cockburn? We've covered him before. He's a very very good writer. I'm not trying to you know diss him or anything, but like, come on. They, Gee, it's just an unfortunate last name to have. Um, Fire. Fire. I did Fire. bookmark this. <laughs> That's messed up. It's really bad. It probably makes it worse. I had to bring it up. But anyway, uh, I just, uh, once again, folks, AnimalFarmShow.com's website. You can check this out. I, I suggest you read this. It's a great article by Mr. Cockburn, and it's uh, entitled Total Defeat for U.S. and Iraq. <laughs> And you can take it for what you want. Um, I'll read a little bit of it here. November 27th, the Iraqi parliament voted a large majority in favor of a security agreement with the U.S. under which 150,000 American troops in Iraq will withdraw from cities, towns, and villages by June 30th, 2009. And from all of Iraq by December 31st, 2011, the Iraqi government will take over military responsibility for the green zone in Baghdad, the heart of American power in Iraq, in a few weeks' time. Uh, and then private security companies will lose their legal immunity, U.S. military operations, and the the arrest of Iraqis will only be carried out with Iraqi consent. There will be no U.S. military bases left behind when the last U.S. troops leave three years' time. Um, and the U.S. Yeah. military, yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't. I, I think you're in for a real surprise, <laughs> Mr. Once again, Patrick. the public. <laughs> well, how many clips did you get from last night? Wow. And the sad thing is, it really wasn't recorded all that well. No offense, Ben. Um, but either way, yeah, check out you know this this article because it's, I think it's interesting to read and then kind of compare and contrast with so many of the things that we already know. That yeah, I know Obama is saying certain things, um, but let's be honest, I don't think that's really going to happen. I don't see him honestly pulling out all tropes in Iraq. I just don't see it happening. Um, but either way... It, well, what are we going to do with our Vatican-sized base that we just built there? Well, well that's, we that's exactly that? my point, Ben. Even though it's, I think... It's I, nonsense. I know, of course I know, we're not going to leave it. Yeah, I know we've destroyed this country already, and I think it's time to move on to bigger and better things like Iran, of course, and now Pakistan. You know, mm-hmm. We have to just, just go from country to country and just bomb around. But... Um, you know, either way, yeah, like you said, why, we've built all these bases. Even the, the, many of the troops coming back that have survived have said, um, yes, we are building bases. And there's actually, interrupt myself, uh, someone, John Paul says, what is the Animal Farm email? I cannot believe we have to repeat this. Info at AnimalFarmShow.com. <laughs> Assholes at AnimalFarmShow.com or whatever. Uh, I'm sorry, ex- but all questions must be submitted in writing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry for the cussing, but yes. Now, anything at AnimalFarmShow.com, folks, is what you can reach us at. And yes, vote. Vote! It is your constitutional right. Uh, moving right on, though, and this is something that I need to get your thoughts on, Ben. America. Yeah, I mean, not that there's much to say. Beautiful, isn't she? <laughs> but we have to work hard to keep her that way. There's the old problem. How do we do that, nice. you ask? Gun voting! Oh, okay. I must have my propaganda screwed up. Who originated the nuclear umbrella for Israel proposal? And, like, I had a, you know, I was talking to myself here last night because I was alone. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, didn't Hillary Clinton say this? And sure enough, in the same breath, in that article, they, they say that Clinton and both Obama, you know, we know they've come out. And they're openly, I mean, in the mainstream media, offering a nuclear umbrella against the threat. You know, this is to Israel yeah. against the threat of a nuclear attack by Iran. And I'm, I'm going to basically go on the on board and say any type of attack. But a well-placed American source said earlier this week uh, that, yes, Obama administration will offer Israel a nuclear umbrella. The source, who is close to the new administration, said the U.S. will declare that an attack on Israel by Tehran would result in a devastating U.S. nuclear response on Iran. Now, again, um, they didn't 
didn't say a nuclear attack on Israel. They said an attack on Israel by Tehran. These guys are 10 years away from nuclear weapons. Uh, they uh, would result in a devastating U.S. nuclear attack on Iran. Yeah. America's nuclear guarantee to Israel could nuclear also be interpreted. Iran. Thank you, George. Uh, America's nuclear guarantee to Israel could also be interrupted as a sign the U.S. believes Iran will eventually acquire nuclear arms. And duh, I mean, Well, you know, this is just this is the first thing that's wrong with our foreign policy, man. We go in there and we just start taking sides right away. We should not be doing yeah, crap well, like it. You should not Mom, be making the, public the, statements like this when nobody even asks that. you the question. Did anybody even ask you, hey, are you going to have a... Man, I don't know. It's possible they were saying this during the debates, though. They were saying this the whole time. And this is nothing new. But, the but fact this is asinine. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that, that we go out there and we start taking sides before any type of conflict even happens... That's been going on for how many years, though, Ben? It's, yeah. it's something that needed to be addressed, but, but you Ron know, Paul would say pull out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the... the just the fact that we're going in the, I mean, yeah, it's been going on for hundreds of years, but it, it's not at the point where it's incredibly uh, violent right now. So to go out there and just to say, I'm taking this side, it just bolsters the violence. And that's all they want. This is what we do, though. We have to, yeah. don't, don't forget, we have to fight for democracy across the world. We have to stand up for all democracies. That Don't you think that's what we're doing, Ben? <laughs> it, it's freedom. Yeah, whatever. The joy of Hanukkah. We should just police it. <laughs> we should just blow up everybody at this point. Unbelievable. We'll talk about this much more on the other side. Final segment, uh, voting. You have five minutes to vote. Polls are closing. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 
$9.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 Max for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now. 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Radio. Freedom Underground. Radio. All right, folks, it's official. The polls have closed on the Carl Rove Animal Farm deck You've of cards. You've had your chance to yes, vote, ladies it. and gentlemen. You've had your chance. It's, it's over now. We're gonna. Uh, you have the tallies, right, Ben? You're ready to announce it? I have the tallies, Okay, yeah. so I, no surprise here. Drum roll, please. And the winner is... Buttloaf. Buttloaf wins it. Oh, yes. my Buttloaf damn it. wins it. Carl Rove is now officially Buttloaf. Buttloaf on the animal farm. So no longer can we... If we say Rove, we have to say Buttloaf. So uh-huh. that's... It's it, folks. It's over. I mean, I, I, I'm i speechless. I, I don't know. You know, I, I was really hoping that Dingleberry would pull out a, an upset. And he, um, he came a long way, Dingleberry. Yeah. And I'm wondering, Ben. He swung for a while before he uh, really uh, got, <laughs> got going. I'm really wondering if Dingleberry, that, that word, that just... Appetited, appetitious word, <laughs> whatever the word I can't figure out in my head. I'm wondering if we're going to use that in the future for future undesirables. I don't know. Because I mean, it is such a great word. We, we it's could, just fun maybe, to say. Yeah. Dingleberry. Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe Rumsfeld could be Dingleberry. A dingleberry. I don't knows? know. I, we got to really think of something. And, and, that, and I yeah. think Special he will be. That, man. I think he might be one of our. He, he might be next. Not. I really want to go to the liberal side and. And you know, get some of those people too. So whatever, we'll we'll do that. And then we have a lot of treats for you guys next week. God willing, if there you know if there is any uh, break in our luck, and as bad as it been, and Jack, you can certainly attest to this. Uh, hopefully, we will have phone lines next week. We will have a lot of features, and hopefully, the Animal Farm will have Law or Live return. And we have so many things that we're. Hey, that's you a know, wonderful idea. Just just in case you, you just joined the Animal Farm, just in case you just discovered us in the last two weeks. We don't just read articles all all show. We definitely do have a lot of fun, make fun of each other, and have game shows and prizes and giveaways and phone calls, and we. We will have that, and that will really, uh, you know, contribute uh, to the show. Uh, so, yes, a little bit of a results here. 
And in the chat room, uh, Dingleberry was better. And, yes, I agree with you, Restore Our Republic. I voted for Dingleberry, and so did you. Uh, too bad uh, Butloaf uh, prevailed, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. But I think the, the one positive, at least in my mind I mean, here, but Ben. He really does look like a Butloaf, doesn't he, Carl Rose? Well, he does, but I think Dingleberry just kind of really, it, um, it just characterizes him better. But that's why we vote, Ben. That's why we have our, yeah. you know, republic of voting or Democrat democracy. I don't even know. <laughs> Whatever. But, it, but the one good thing that we have here, <laughs> Restore Your Public is calling for a revote. Yeah, I want a recount, actually. I, I, let's go through the emails and, and see if people voted twice. But the one good thing is we do have this little segment now that we've created, and we could do it maybe twice every uh, two weeks or, you know, once a week or twice a month, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could have it. Vote for your, you know, vote for the undesirable person. And, this, and you know, we'll do it uh, as soon as we can. But we got to put some music together for it and really like like Pete said make it more a little more organized so that yeah. we don't have people calling for a recount like like they're doing right now on <laughs> on the they don't uh, trust us. they're calling for a recount right now <laughs> on the uh, on the chat room but anyway you uh, have made me very angry yeah either way just to finish up here this this whole nuclear umbrella thing scares me Bannon and we can go on forever we won't I'm not anti-Semitic I don't have nothing against Israel whatsoever I'm nothing against any country right now uh, but the bottom line is that I just I'm sick and tired of, of us having to help everybody else out when our country is literally sinking. So that, there it is. And we can go on forever, but we won't. I think we can do power segment. It's been so long since we've done power segment. Ben, what do you feel? I've missed it so much. Have you missed the power segment? Do you I want have. to do the power segment? Let's do it. Let's do it. Pyeth. Where we go through news at a very fast pace. Right. We're going to record that. We're going to record that so that we don't have to do this every time. <laughs> I'll start out. Gates memo announces final assimilation of National Guard and Reserve. More good news. As he as has mentioned several times on the air, this is a very disturbing development. National Guard is being assimilated into the total force of the U.S. military. As with many other issues, the government and military directives and memos are couched in the typical flowery language that is written in a code that few outsiders understand. Once, oh, there you go, Ben, very nice. Once one reads enough internal documents, the code becomes clear. Understanding the code words and language helps to clarify what is actually being recommended and is occurring right in front of our eyes. It utilizes an often stated tenet that their anti-freedom measures are, quote, best hidden in plain sight. So, yeah, National Guard and Reserve. Okay, Ben, I, I, wanna, I really want to power through because we never do it. We always keep talking. At a very fast pace. Oh, very fast pace. Ashcroft says, maybe I make better decisions on morphine. Oh. <laughs> no, he does not. Yeah, well, I'm sure it was a joke, obviously. Oh, Former my. Attorney General John Ashcroft, in an entirely underreported November interview, claims that he makes his best decision when I have a lot of morphine. That's kind of like you, Ben. You, you do a lot better when you're under the influence of drugs. <laughs> Beer, anyways. Beer, yeah. No, it's Here is your turn. In their interview, Ashcroft did not deny the sequence uh, of events, um, that being uh, where uh, uh, Attorney General Alberto, I love torture, torture Gonzalez, yes. hey, uh, he tried to reauthorize reauthor- a controversial domestic spying program, um, and, and Ashcroft was objecting, so I think he was, you know, he was on morphine when he was objecting, so I think he was saying, it's hey, very possible. you know, I make better decisions when I'm on morphine, <laughs> ha, ha, so ha. the but, real reason. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, of course, a uh, raw story is like, oh, my God, uh, Ashcroft is a devil. He, you know, thinks he should make decisions on drugs, but he was obviously just joking. So. Well, you know, we anyways. Have Moving on, more power segments. McCain, I guess I'm good here. This is real power segment material. (laughs) McCain campaign sells info-loaded BlackBerry to Fox 5 reporter. Oh, boy. (laughs) Nothing like going out with a bang and then even going out even further with a bang. Arlington, Virginia, private information at a bargain prices. It was a high-tech flub at a McCain-Palin campaign headquarters in Arlington when Fox 5's investigative reporter 
Tisha Thompson bought a BlackBerry device containing confidential campaign information. It started with a snippet we read on page A23 in Thursday's Washington Post. The McCain-Palin campaign was going to sell its used office inventory at low prices. But when we got there, it didn't look like we were going to get much. It was lunchtime, and most of the good stuff was gone. Picked over by early birds looking for deals on file cabinets, whiteboards, and sofas. Anything headquarters could sell to get back some of their campaign, though. But sure enough, Ben, they did sell a BlackBerry phone. I think it was uh, – they were selling BlackBerry phones at $20 a piece. And meanwhile, that cost like 400 bucks. Wow. There's only 10 left, and one of them uh, actually had you know campaign information, sensitive information regarding the campaign. McCain and uh, – McCain and McPalin. The McPalin sandwich, like I always like to say. <laughs> so there you go. More flubs. You figure they would have at least formatted the memory cards, the idiots. But anyway, Power 7 Kansas. <laughs> we're doing good. We're powering Secret Service doubts inaugural estimate. The Secret Service on Thursday dismissed, F- dismissed estimates that 4 million or more people would descend on, this, on the uh, district for the presidential inauguration of Barack Obama, easing concerns about shortages and logistical nightmares that accompanied such forecasts. Uh, uh, oh God, what the hell happened? Get it done. Go ahead. But if that many people will come, uh, we will be prepared for it, he says. He doesn't think that 4 million people are going to come, but if they do come, they'll be prepared for it. (laughs) And we talked about this before. But I think Bush has something to say. Bush, do you want to say something, Bush? Bush, let me... And uh, <laughs> it is a. Uh, I think it's a. I think it's. I think by Bush clips. What are we going to do when Obama is actually the president? It's going to be tough to go back. It's to just going to be all Obama screaming. Okay. Just be go Obama. ahead, Ben. Keep... Oh, and somebody wanted to hear the Metallica Obama song. I forgot to bring that we up. We did that before. We did. Somebody asked for it again. I, I, when did they ask for it again? Uh, pretty later. Later in the show. We can't do it yeah, again. They they do it along one. with the uh, last vote. Pi- yeah. Do it. Do a different one. Do a different Obama song for somebody here. <laughs> By the way, somebody voted for the Karl Rove thing with a very, very funny image. It is on our oh, site. Oh yeah, did you did you put it up on our I site? I did. It's on our site. Show new li- uh, under uh, show show news links. Check it out. It's very, very funny. Yeah, image, great but. stuff. Dingleberry, really. And I think it's you know I'm saddened by the fact that we did not uh, go with Dingleberry. I got to be honest with you. But well, uh, the uh, the the people have spoken. I know. Must respect their wishes. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. So okay. Anyway, Power Seven <laughs> continues. Let's let's get going. We're, we're almost done, Ben. Friday. Beer. I need beer. It's beer night. I haven't had any beer. <laughs> Who is it? You, me? Or what? Um, I got one. I, okay, go ahead. All right. GOP Senator warns of riots if automakers are bailed out. What a bunch of crap. That's not going to happen. Uh, Senator Jim DeMint says unfair union influence. American people will get brooms shoved up their asses before they riot. You think so? Yes. Senator Jim DeMint says unfair union influence and ballot culture will anger many Americans. No crap. Uh, time and time again, we're heard, heard about the lost jobs and economic impact of failing to bail out uh, the what is that word? Belligerent American belligerent auto man- <laughs> American right. auto manufacturers. But little mention has been made of the consequences of going through with the bailout and how such an action would be viewed. This is by Jeff Poor um, from the B- Business and Media Institute. Um, and he seems to think that Americans may riot or so, or, or the GOP senator said that they may riot. Right. Um, I, I just don't agree whatsoever. Well, I think people that, you know, are going to be affected by this bailout, if they lose all their jobs, you know, if 20,000 people lose their jobs because of this, then you might see some, some definitely some picketing. But that senator okay. is saying that. I don't know if, if America's, auto- America's not going to riot. America, if America hasn't rioted yet, they're not going to yeah, riot over the that's bailout. A, that's my point. But the <laughs> senator is saying that they're going to riot if auto- automakers are bailed out. 
Not if they're not. The yeah. automakers aren't. They're you know, saying the if workers, they are bailed out, it's going to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Who the hell is going to riot? It's not going to happen. I Actually, agree. Not I agree. Power 7 continues. We only got about two minutes. Investigators find 250 people in 78 countries involved in child porn file sharing. More sickness. San Paulo, Brazil. In late 2007, Carlos Miguel Sobral and 14 other Brazilian... I've tried. I I, I used to date a Latino. uh, And 14 other Brazilian police investigators were getting ready for another day of fighting Internet crime when one of them suggested looking into peer-to-peer file-sharing networks. And Sobral said the other federal investigators agreed choosing to focus on Emule, Brazil's most popular file-sharing program. The investigators soon saw that the network was being used to distribute child pornography, Ben. Uh, Not just in Brazil, but around the world. What are you writing down, Ben? Stop writing writing that down. You don't go there. Just I'm just joking. And not just in Brazil, but around the world. So Brown told the Associated Press on That's Friday. Good. That's horrible. We then developed our own software to identify those individuals using email for this purpose. The result unleashed a worldwide investigation involving Interpol that has led to the arrests of hundreds of alleged child pornographers in Europe, the United States, Australia, and Latin America, and a promise is to send many more to jail. So there's some good news. Which, uh, power segment continues. You've ruined sex for me! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man! That's horrible. Uh, this one out of the New York Times. <laughs> Sorry, we're booked. The White House tells uh, the Obamas... The White House has turned down a request from the family of President-elect Barack Obama to move into the Blair House in early January so that his daughters can start school on January 5th. The uh, Obamas were told that the Blair House, where incoming presidents usually stay in the five days before the inauguration, is booked in early January. <laughs> so he's, his poor kids aren't going to be able to go to the <laughs> oh schools. Oh, my God. Uh, anyways, that's it. The crazy, the unbelievable. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for bearing with us this week, folks. Next week shall be much better, much more production value, and hopefully Ben uh, will be better off and much more drunk. Stay tuned. Monday, we'll see you. Take care. We love you. Thank you. Goodbye.